Salutation Shades, and welcome back to your one-stop shop for all things strange and unusual, talking with shadows. The conversation everyone has, but no one wants to admit to. Here with your host, Vic Whaley. And a very tired Marcus D. (laughs) Oh yeah, oh yeah. And we are coming to you guys live right now from this Bates Motel, uh, Motel Motel 6, 6. (laughs) that we are staying at uh, while we are here at the Virginia Sasquatch Festival. Uh, here in Wimes Case, uh, Virginia, and we this is the after party, <laughs> mind you, for for our time there today at the festival, and it was really awesome. Uh, and we want to give a really, really, really big shout out to two fans. Oh, not laugh! That was a laugh. There, there we, we go. go. There we go. <laughs> thank you. A real big shout out, and uh, and thank you so much to Justin and Asia for coming up to talk to us, who drove to just see us. Like, that was why they came out. That was so amazing. Just so you guys know, like, since we don't do a whole lot of public events, we've never actually met a fan in person before. Like, in public. In, yeah. We didn't know what to do. <laughs> Dude, I think we were gushing yeah. way more than they were. It was, like, the coolest It was like the coolest thing. Ever. Justin and Asia were so, so awesome I to lost talk my to. damn mind. Yeah, Justin said that he had been a fan of us for a very, very long time and, and listening to the podcast. The YouTube channel and the podcast, and so we were just so thankful that they came up to talk to us. Yeah, because it was this is the first time that we ever did a speaking engagement together in public. I think technically you did one at yeah. <laughs> by yourself because I was at work, <laughs> and we've attempted to do a few others, but I know one got yeah. canceled because of a wedding that we both needed to go to, and then another one got canceled because I had COVID, and then another one before that got canceled because of COVID. we got it, it was canceled. Tw- uh, twice, I think. At Evil, no, once at EvilCon for because because of just COVID in general, and because you got COVID uh, for uh, Louisville French Festival, and it was just so. F- this was it. This was <laughs> finally the time that we got to go out and 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 do our first guest speaking service, and it was a great hit. We had a oh, yeah. we had a great time. We we did a whole talk on. Uh, uh, how to debate with the skeptics, like Bigfoot, how to debate the skeptics. And, and hopefully that'll be up by the time this goes up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll make sure that that, that that goes up forward. So we're doing the after party. We're giving kind of some of our afterthoughts of the guest speakers that were there and our experiences that we had there and, and what we liked because uh, it was so much fun. Oh, actually, yeah, the we reason why we're so exhausted is this is actually only a few hours. Oh, since yeah, yeah, we yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we left. I think we left the. I think we left the festival like two hours ago. To we got food and then decided to take a nap and came back here to the to the hotel. And uh, one of the things that I would say, we had an, an insane journey going uh, here. Here's oh, something really fun. Oh no, yeah, real fun. You know, we're from Indiana, so the one thing that we're not used to here in Indiana was toll roads. Oh, What's oh going on, God. Virginia? What what 
it's not but toll roads. Like they just stopped us in the middle of like the highway. It was like you need to give us four bucks. Like it wasn't it twice on the same road. Yes, it was like we got shut down twice coming out here, and it was like it was like eight dollars just to use a road. And they were like, "I'm like, what's this for?" They're like, "Well, we we use this to help pay the roads." I'm like, "I pay taxes." Well, no, really, I I don't pay taxes out here. <laughs> but it was, but it was just we just didn't have them. That was like the crazy. That was the crazy. I was worried thing. we weren't going to have cash because like when I travel, I usually only travel with a small amount of physical cash so i'm like what 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 happens do i just live here now i was uh i almost attempted to do that well i don't know if you were familiar with the uh podcast talking with shadows let's <laughs> 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 see if to see if that would work uh, i think in our entire history of ever saying that the only ever happened once where anybody's ever heard of us <laughs> oh, yeah, up in public but like they would have been like oh you're oh it's four dollars oh you're with one candle society oh awesome ten dollars <laughs> <laughs> You know, so they were going to charge us double just, be, just, be, just because of that. Okay. Also, like, Marcus is not the easiest person to travel with. If you guys have not come on, me. Marcus is very dramatic. Excuse me. First of all, first of all. You know what I'm talking everybody about. Everybody loves a good drama. Thank you. You know what I'm about to talk about. What are you about to talk, what are you talking about? Okay. So we decided to stop and get some lunch. And Marcus oh. happens to see apparently oh something that's rare, and I was not that aware of this. Oh, oh my God. We, yes. We, I, go yes, ahead, go I ahead. I saw, it's like seeing a unicorn. I saw a KFC buffet. I didn't know I that lost this was shit. something that people lost their mind over. I lost, people that listen, that like KFC, please comment below. You know exactly what I'm talking about when you see a KFC buffet. Because it's like KFC, but unlimited KFC fried chicken and mashed potatoes. So he starts losing his mind and just like flipping out about it and then goes, oh, we can't go because you don't eat chicken. That's true. And then starts throwing a fit about this. And the whole time he's like angry posting online about this. And I I point out like, hey, I actually don't mind just going and like eating some biscuits and like some mashed potatoes and, you know, I'm assuming mm-hmm. macaroni and cheese. I don't go to KFC, so I don't know exactly what they have. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, no, you can't take this away from me. And just continues to throw this massive fit while I'm saying we can go. And then insists we don't go. No, so that he is, can continue his fit. That is exactly what I wanted to have. Because I'm not going to have the entire time sit there and listen to you complain about I'm not, not being complain. able to do it. I'm just going to eat mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes are good. Every like okay, anybody that knows the KFC buffet knows exactly where the nearest KFC buffet to them is. Okay, Evansville, yeah, Martinsville, yeah. That's where that's where the closest KFC buffet is. But we ended up finding a great place for lunch since yes, you insisted we, did. That we couldn't eat there. I did not insist that we couldn't eat Do you there. Remember the I, name of the place that we were there? No, I was. Okay, it was I'm this sorry. Mexican restaurant, and the it had the most beautiful thing I've ever seen on a menu. Not only did it have nachos, it had a whole nacho section, like seven different kinds of nachos. Blew my mind. We both got nachos. It was delicious. And uh, one of the things that I really liked about it, it had like an amazing view. Like we were next to our window, and we had this amazing view of this KFC buffet that I was not allowed to eat <laughs> the entire time. I told you we could go. I'm not going to have you sit there and complain the entire time. If I can eat mashed potatoes, it'd be nice if I could have something to eat here. I'm not going to be okay. You know, and then he's like, you know what they should... And then, my actually, out of just deep respect, and because I love you so much, I didn't want to take over there because I knew you'd make the comment, you know what they should really do here? They should make a Beyond Meat 
KFC chicken. And I would have had to strangle you. They, I would have choked you that's out. A, that's a I thing. I nodded a KFC buffet. It's not on that buffet. I can tell you that. Well, I, I only know this is a thing because I, like, oh, I know it's a, a thing. few people in, like, Belgium told me about it. And I'm like, oh, cool. I can tell you it is not on their KFC buffet. I, I can tell, probably, I probably can tell you that. And then we just, they would have just, I would have had to choose violence. So, at that point. Oh, man. But we had a really good time whenever we, uh, whenever we got, whenever uh, we got out to the, uh, the festival. The, I, I was so, I'm not going to lie. This was probably, I had to think, maybe the th- third paranormal like festival thing that I've ever been to. I think that I've that I've gotten to go to since we've started. I have no clue. One candle. This was, one. I said since we started one candle society. And uh, and so it was really good. It was really awesome getting to be a part of it. And then they asked us for our for our autograph. I didn't know what to oh, do. Yeah. I didn't know what to do at that mm-hmm. point because we had never like really really practiced right like signing our autographs to stuff. Okay, I, I I was totally this totally caught me off guard. As you guys know, we use pseudonyms. These are not our real names. Yes. And I actually do not did not know if um, <laughs> Vic was spelled with a C or a K whenever we do this. And I was really unsure on that. It's, it, don't feel bad. I ended up signing like my real name like twice by some <laughs> people like for, for when I was doing it. And so it's okay. What I was really hoping that they would do is you'd sign it Kev. <laughs> oh my god! There, there was a flaw in the original stuff that was put out that said it would be oh, Marcus yes. and Kev presenting instead of Marcus yes. and Vic. But I, I signed everything V I K instead of V I C, and I have no clue how to spell Whaley, so I just right. signed everything Vic W. <laughs> I absolutely <laughs> saved that mistake banner. I look at it at night whenever I'm trying, whenever I need just a good laugh and I'm feeling bad. I'm feeling just like, bad about myself. Who the hell's Kev? Who's this <laughs> new co host you're vetting or something and you're telling everyone about but me? Oh, I was like, this is the time you've, uh, Vicky, been fired. <laughs> I just replaced, I replaced you with a much younger version of yourself, a version <laughs> named Kev. Let's come in. Uh, I was surprised by the merger. The merger was actually very cool. Yeah, I did cool. not know people made uh, Sasquatch branded uh, barbecue sauce. That that was a surprise to me. Yeah, after we saw that, I was like, I was like, are we like behind the times? Do we need to start a like a Sasquatch dry rub? There, like, there were a few times people had pitched to us to start like a Indiana style barbecue sauce, and uh, just so you know, I I don't I don't like barbecue sauce. I like hot sauce. I, maybe I'd try hot sauce. I think sometimes you should not share personal information Vic, because <laughs> what, you're like I don't because you don't like hot sauce. Or no, because like you're gonna be like because you're really like you know what. Uh, couldn't go to the KFC buffet. I told you we could go. You know what? I don't like barbecue. I don't like barbecue sauce. I, it's okay. I don't hate it. It's just not like one I really like. Buffalo sauce. I'll put buffalo sauce on everything. Cheese sauce. Hell yeah. You're just getting closer to me having introduced Kev in the next episode. I'm just. If this <laughs> oh keeps. Oh my god. If this You're just, so if this dramatic. just keeps up. You know, it's <laughs> one of the. You know, one of the things that I. I really, we picked up, there was this really cool, uh, there was this really cool vendor that was there that sold these uh, awesome, like, they were like comic book style. Yeah, comic book style posters. Yeah, posters. And we but picked for up, cryptids. Yeah, but for like cryptids. We picked up like six. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to share photos of them on the social media because we're going to frame these and put these around in, uh, uh, in the studio. So you guys can let us know which ones that you guys like best. I'm trying to remember which all ones. I just got so excited. I started grabbing ones I liked. And I'm like, just just take however got, much money you I need. I did. I got one of, on Kettsburg UFO on the Kettsburg UFO. I got one for Storm Era Storm Area 51, and then I got uh, the one I really like. 
Mothman versus Bigfoot, like about to fight. Oh, that's right. I got like Mothman friend or foe and uh, the squonk one. And dude had Hodag t-shirts. Yeah, there you, like, he did. Hodag is my favorite fake, like totally 100% made up cryptid. And he had t-shirts of them. But I want I want to wear it as a nightshirt, so I want a really big size, and he didn't have them there, so I'm going to have to just order one from him. Is this sacrilegious to sell hoax creatures at a, at a festival? I, I think it wouldn't be sacrilegious. I think it might well, be sacrosanct. Okay, I yeah, think it like, might be, like, extra important, like, extra good to do so. Like, it's extra good to sell, like, hoax creatures? I don't know. Yes, I don't know. Do you get like, help settle that between me and Vic in the in the comments below? Is it a is it a faux pas to sell hoax stuff like? No, don't get me wrong. If you're gonna sell one, <laughs> hoedag is the way to go. Okay, I just thought that was cool as hell. Yeah, ho I mean, any creature that needs to be taken out by bear wrestlers and dynamite is an A plus in my book. <laughs> if all the hoaxes, hoedag still reigns supreme as far as some of the best hoax, uh, the best hoax that I've ever seen uh, for cryptids, but. Let's talk some about the presenters. There were some really oh, cool presenters. Who do you want to talk about first? I there was this uh, there was a guy the the first speaker uh, William Nighthawk. Uh, he's got a uh, he has a podcast called uh, Nighthawk High Strangers Podcast, um, and you can check him out. We're gonna post a link to to all of the the uh, speakers <laughs> below in the in the comments uh, for you guys to be able to, to check these guys out because you absolutely should. I absolutely adored Nighthawk. The guy was very, very cool, very, very nice. Had this amazing energy about him. Mm -hmm. And I really want to get him on for, like, two potential episodes because there are two things that he talked about that really caught my attention. Mm -hmm. um, he talked mainly about uh, things from a First Nations perspective, but one of the things he talked about was there being four different tribes of Bigfoot, which, mm -hmm. uh, to me, kind of sounded like translated into four species of Bigfoots, and he's explaining, mm -hmm. like, how each one looked different, behaved different, and conducted themselves in different ways. And I would love to do an hour-long episode on different species of Bigfoot, where they come from, what makes them different. That's a super interesting concept to me. Yeah. And the other one was something something he did that was a little <laughs> sneaky. He did something a little sneaky. Right. He snuck in this, like, little tidbit of, oh, in a... Uh, I know this area of anomaly that would make uh, Skinwalker Ranch look like a daycare. And I'm like, say, say what? And they're like, they didn't talk about it. I want to talk about that. That sounds awesome. Skinwalker Ranch, already crazy. If it makes that look like a daycare, I want to know what's happening. That was the... That was the that's the... Little that, sneaky there, Nighthawk. That's, I think, the only drawback... To when you have a specialized festival, because there's nothing wrong with doing a Bigfoot festival. Oh or no, any no. Of these. it was like, fun. Yeah, yeah, like like the Hodeck festival or the Beast of Busco like festival, like these or Flatwoods Monster and all these. Like I have nothing against those at all, but like you know, when when you're like us and you're into like a variety of different types of creatures and things in the paranormal, like and he just starts like listing off all these other sorts of things like dogmen, mm -hmm. skinwalkers. You dropped Glimmerman. Oh, that yeah, was no, the, that was actually very cool because no one talks about Glimmerman. You know, and that was so that was another one. The whole time, like my eyebrows were just raised the entire time, just being like, "Man, I really wish this guy would go into talking about some of these." And a random cool thing, he had this um, ceremonial knife, and my dad um, grew up when he was very young on the Cherokee reservation. And when he passed, I was going through his stuff, and I found this weird ceremonial knife, and I had not really seen something like it before, and I wasn't sure what it was, and I couldn't find anything out about it. But he had something very similar on him, so I asked him about it, and he was able to explain me, to me what it was, mm -hmm. which was very cool. I think one of the I think one of the coolest things about that I liked about going to the festival and having so many different guest speakers talk 
is you really got to see the different ways that people approach talking about Bigfoot, like based on how they believe what it is, what they think you should do if it, you know, because he exists with our relationship to Bigfoot, like what should we do uh, in the, in these types of things. And that was probably, one, that was one of my, my favorite things was listening to each of the guest speakers talk about that. Cause they came at it from a, like some radically different perspectives. Oh yes. Oh yeah. Like even we did true. I mean, truthfully, I mean, honestly we did too. <laughs> you know what really surprised me? Hmm? Things are much heavier on the um, supernatural, spiritual Bigfoot angle mm-hmm. than the biological angle. Because I actually, my assumption was going to be that uh, the biological angle was probably going to be the focus. And mm-hmm. no, like the people who talked mainly about that got like a lot more challenges than that. We, we actually well, did a little more of a biological angle ourselves. Yeah, well, I think that, okay. So when you, I think when you approach Bigfoot from the perspective of talking like like spirituality or like some, or being a supernatural creature, everybody's beliefs starts coming into play. And I think oh, and, and it I, got hot a few yeah, times. and it got tense a couple times with one of the, I, especially with the guy from from Mufon, uh, uh, Frank Like he was awesome. Like, it was awesome when you start bringing that out. Like Do you want to talk about him next? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. you know, it, like uh, it, so the the director of the West Virginia Mufon, uh, he came on and he was talking about. Uh, Bigfoot, and when we were doing our presentation, wait, 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 I want to get this part. Oh, sure, yeah, go ahead. Okay, okay. As soon as our part ended, this guy kind of saunters up to me, and he leans up and goes, "You know, I can basically throw a wrench in your whole thing." He starts talking to me about like spiritual and paranormal aspects of Bigfoot and stuff. And mm-hmm. the thing is, like our uh, our presentation was arguing against skeptics, so we kind of took the stance of. We go from where we have the most common ground and right. work the way out. So I kept it in the biological sphere for it. And he gets done with this rant. I kind of look him in the eye and I go, so you're into the spiritual Bigfoot foot thing? And he goes, yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> I am too. And then I, I explained, yeah, we just didn't really cover yeah. that in our discussion yeah. today. But I actually think that there is a lot of things about Bigfoot that fall out of the normal realm. Of oh, business. sure. And dude was sure. very interesting, too. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, like, our, our we were talking about, like you said, like, coming out from, like, when you're arguing with a skeptic. But the problem is, if you're arguing with a skeptic about Bigfoot's existence, and then you start trying to bring it, in, like, into the spirit, like, it's a super spiritual creature, a supernatural creature, and it's got these, super, you know, super abilities. And it's just, at, at that point, it's probably even more difficult, probably, to, 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 to uh, to argue with a skeptic, and I'm like, I kept telling him, I'm like, I get it, man, I get you, yeah, yeah. I get, I get you. It's just not what we're talking about for the like. And so I started talking to him a little bit about like, uh, you know, some of the stuff that we had thought about, like in terms of like, like uh, skinwalkers and stuff, like when it comes to Bigfoot and the different stuff that we've thought about for different uh, wing humanoids, different types of humanoid creatures that are out there. And I was talking to, and I was talking to Fred about that from Mufon, uh, and he really liked that hypothesis too. And don't get me wrong, that's some of the most fun stuff to talk about Bigfoot. Don't get me wrong. I mean, like when you're talking about Bigfoot, that tank bullets, tank tranquilizer darts, teleport all around, shapeshift, disappear. You know. Now, now I missed a, a part of his discussion uh, because, like, we were we had just gotten done with ours, and so we had to get our equipment packed back up and stuff. But like his his main thing was he felt Bigfoot was an alien. And he's from Mufon. Oh, I mean, yeah, that makes sense. I just want to make sure that yeah, I understood like, his like, premise yeah, correct because like, yeah, I had missed part of it. Yeah, and so like I think, but it was inter- what was really, what was really, I felt kind of. Bad. There, I don't know if I'd call him a heckler, but there was somebody that was. Oh real, no, that was, no, he was a heckler. Yeah, that he was. was he was a heckler that was heckling him, and he was heckling this guy who comes up to just give his, you know, his own personal account like of Bigfoot too and his well, personal he thoughts. Everyone, 
except for it, me and you. Asked, yes, we were the only ones that did not. Well, he asked us one question that I think he thought was going to throw a monkey wrench in our plan. And then the two of us just dissected the question yeah. 12 different directions. And then he didn't bother us anymore. Which question but he, did he, what did he, he asked about, um, it was, okay, so if you were going to tranquilize Bigfoot, oh, yeah, what yeah, specific yeah. things would you, would you use, use in the tranquilizer? And then we just started listing off like names of tranquilizers because we happened to know them. Yeah, different types, different types <laughs> and that of shut sed- him up. <laughs> sedatives and, and things like that, yeah. Like I think for a big part of it, like it's probably like our whole thing was taught, like he didn't want to argue with us. Because our whole presentation was on how to argue with people. I was like, I'm like, we're ready, man. Come on. I mean, like, dude, we're just chomping at the bit. Really weird, nitpicky stuff. Yeah. Like, and it was, you know, so I'm like, you know, and I think that, you know, when you, I think if you're going to come and you're going to talk about things in the paranormal, we, we all have to understand we come at it from different perspectives. Oh, yeah. And sometimes you're going to be dealing with people's personal spiritual beliefs on it and sometimes or professional beliefs. And I think that it's you're still gonna have a sense of respect about it because otherwise you're gonna get. Tense. But I feel like he wasn't. He wasn't. Well, no, he, yo, he wasn't. Is what I'm saying. So thing. yeah, I was like, I think this is just good advice for people if you're gonna ever go see a guest speaker. Then it's okay to object to people because I mean, at one point oh, I know yeah. we had know, tons of objections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like at one point I know that there was a, there was one of the guest speakers that was talking about something, and he asked, and he like he made a statement about something in biology, and I knew I felt like it was incorrect, and I sort of looked at you, and I knew you gave me that the head yeah, shake yeah. that he was incorrect. But it's like kind of rude to just call somebody out like in the middle of that and just be rude about it, um, you know, or if you have a different perspective. Because I mean, when you're dealing with Bigfoot, you think you know. There, there's multiple camps. There's Bigfoot's a you know undiscovered hominid. He's an undiscovered primate, and that he's this own separate spiritual creature. And all three camps hate each other. <laughs> yeah, actually, I did not think that Bigfoot is an ape was really that still that big of a thing. I knew it was. Oh, yeah. It used to be a really big theory. I thought most people had moved into the hominid area, but I was surprised. Like one of the speakers, I don't really recall who at this point had asked. Um, what is Bigfoot? And then went around and asked everyone. Oh yeah, that was the, yeah, that was Michael Cook from uh, Cook Cryptid Research. Uh, yeah, oh, okay. research. Yeah, and he asked everyone, and there was a huge diversity of responses. Oh, I yeah. think hominid oh, yeah. was maybe the yeah. most common, but there yeah, were plenty yeah. of people saying ape. Yeah, yeah, I thought so too. I just didn't think it was still that popular of a thought. I thought most people were in either the hominid or then the um, the more unexplainable sure. camp. Well, I liked his presentation. I like Michael's presentation too uh, from. Uh, Michael, it was Michael Cook from Cook Cryptid Research. He was and very polished. Yeah. He had a very yeah, polished Yeah, I, I, I definitely thought he was definitely probably the most polished out of any of the speakers that was there. Definitely was ready. And he gave this really cool introduction to, like, the history of Bigfoot research from, like, a researcher's perspective. I, I like, I, I, like an inter- it was like Bigfoot 101. Like, that mm-hmm. really was kind of like what I, what I thought. And then he, then he brought it into his, some of his own research that he had that he had done with his own investigative team with like talking about like infrared stuff they've got on that and different trail cam footage that they've, that they've tried to do. And I thought that was, I thought that was really interesting. And one of the things that I was really excited talking to him about was afterwards, uh, whenever we was like right towards the tail end, we were talking to them about it and he was talking about that. They were about to investigate shadow creatures, like shadow people. What? Yeah, and yeah, and oh, so, was this when I walked up? Yeah, to you guys yeah. randomly talking. Yeah, it was it was going around doing the goodbyes, and I was saying, you know, I you know I, thought, I loved his presentation, and then he started talking about that. And again, this is one of the things you never know what people, you know, sometimes you know you never know what people really are into or what they're about to be investigating and things like that. And, and we run into these, and like I just, just we just had this real long conversation about 
shadow people and what me and you had seen working at the psych hospital and what we'd seen and what I'd seen working at when I was working with the state and things like that. And it was just, and he showed me, he showed me two videos that were really cool of just like legit shadow people moving across the screen. I thought it was really, oh, yeah. yeah, I thought it was, no, I thought it was really, really, really cool to see. Yeah. If you can find a image of a shadow person moving across the screen and it's moving against a light that's in the background, that's, mm-hmm. That is considered to be kind of like one of the pinnacle pictures oh, of a shadow person. Oh, absolutely. And so that was uh, that was one of the things that I that I really liked about him. And so again, I'm going to put all that stuff um, below, so that way that you guys can can check it out and go support all all these different uh, presenters because there were some there were some they had some just some really phenomenal presentations. Um, I, I got a little worried when we started ours because there was a bit of a break between when we started and the last person. <laughs> and when we started, like, there was, like, half the people. Half oh, the people that had been for all yeah. the others. But we're, we were just yeah. like, screw it, time to cowboy up. And we just kind of came at it with a lot of vigor. We and, did. And so everyone just started trickling back in. And, like, maybe, what, like, five minutes in, yeah, five, we, it, yeah. was, it, it was it was. About as full as like, it was. That was like Michael had just in his talk and it did, and did a really good, phenomenal job. And then literally, just everybody just got up and walked away. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, you, I was like, we're next, guys. <laughs> like we just we drove eight and a half hours to get out here to see you people. <laughs> and you know, and I think when we when we first started, yeah, there was only like eight people sitting in the chairs, and I just and then I, like this flood yeah. just starts flowing back in. <laughs> it did because I I just I scream. I'm like, let's make it happen, Captain, and just and hit the and hit the record button, and Vic kicked it off, welcoming everybody, and and we just I, and we just started drawing people to that, you know, because I think that's what we try to do, you know, we try to make talk. I mean, we're podcasters, we try to make mm-hmm. talking about the paranormal fun, and that's what we want to do, and we want to get excited, and that was one of the things that I really liked about this festival was I saw so many kids that were there. There were oh, a yeah. lot of young people that were there, and I'm like the young gen- the the next generation. It's speaking. It's gonna take- of kids and the kids stuff they had there. You are bloody lucky that I did not see that there was a face painting booth <laughs> until after we had gone on. Because I 100% would have went and got my face painted before we went on. But I didn't notice it until we were leaving. That's the only reason you were spared. And, I, and so there were several times that I had to be, that I had to control myself and restrain myself from not immediately jumping onto this bouncy house that that they had that they had brought out there as well. <laughs> I think it was one of the things that honestly that I really thought that Daniel uh, Daniel Benoit, the organizer of the event, he just did such a phenomenal oh, job. Yeah. I think of of making something there for everybody. Like even if you didn't like that, like if you were ob- the obvious wife or get track to this, there were vendors that were just even selling other knickknacks. Oh, you know the, they were cool. They were stuff fun for kids. The thing was set up really really well. And another thing I did like that Daniel did, I really liked when he just came in and just was like, hey, guys, I know you've been listening to us talk about Bigfoot this whole time, but I know you guys are really interested, and I bet you guys have these really yeah. great stories yourselves, yeah. and I'm just going to open up the floor, and I want to hear you guys in the audience come like, up and tell us now. Like, And that was a really was cool so thing cool. to do. Like, Because I, I saw that on the agenda and just said open mic, and I was like, am I about to go up and do like a tight five? <laughs> like, are we going to start doing karaoke? Like, what was that? And then he said that, and I'm like, that's so cool because if you don't do that, do you know how many stories of big like like that you could miss by 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 not opening that up to the audience? So I thought, yeah, you were right. That was that was phenomenal, uh, and it brought up that guy. And it brought up uh, that oh, yeah. that what, yeah. Do you, what was the name of that guy? I want to say I think his name was Peter Lawrence. Here, almost, you you vamp for a second. Yeah, yeah, I have yeah, it yeah. On my phone. I'm almost positive that I think that his name was Peter Lawrence, and he came up and he was a private investigator. Uh, he was in the military, and he did private investigating, and he did work uh, for an insurance company. 
And he came up and he was telling about a personal story involving shooting a Bigfoot, like blasting it with like a shotgun shell and like it like illuminating with like these red glowing eyes. And it was just such a, it was just such an intense story. Larry A. Peter. Wow, that was uh, way off. I'm going to actually way get off. his book. It's just, I didn't have, I think it was like $25 in cash to give him for the book at the time. But check this out. So we're getting done with um, like our presentation. We're walking back and forth and stuff. And I just hear this person go, a biggin. And you, and I, I'm a pretty tall guy. I'm a pretty tall guy. So usually when someone says something like that, I know there's a good chance they're talking to me. That's, that's fine. And I, I, I turn around and I see him. He's kind of sitting at his booth there. And I hadn't really looked at his booth before this. And he's like, come over here. Come over here. So I, I stumble over there. And he's like, I want to talk to you about something. And he's like, like I said, since we we kind of avoided the whole spiritual supernatural Bigfoot thing, he he starts talking to me about like the evidence that from his research to put it in that camp, and it was really interesting. Next thing I know, like I, I've set all the stuff down I'm supposed to be carrying to the car, and I'm just sitting on the floor cross legged, and just listening to this guy telling me this really interesting story, and I I ended up really really liking the guy. And we're definitely going to try to have him on. We're going to wait till we get the yeah. book and read it, of course. But I would love to have this guy on. And then later on, when they did the open thing, he came up and told this, like, wild mm-hmm. story. Yes, he did. This wild story about, like, Bigfoot and intrigue and government plots and spreading of disease and worked in um, cattle mutilation. Now, that was the It t- was really, really interesting. That was, I, I was not expect, I was not expecting a, a Bigfoot, a Bigfoot story that eventually leads into talking about cow, mutil- like cow mutilations. And I'm like, I'm like, wow, this, this, this took an interesting turn. I, I'm really looking <laughs> forward to reading the book. I'm upset yeah. that I just did not have enough physical cash. And that was the only thing he was taking. And again, if, if Daniel now did that, that open my part for it, then, I, then again, that would be something that people would miss. So I think if there are people out there that are listening about wanting to start their own, uh, like festival, I think that would be, that's a phenomenal thing to do. I think that's a great idea to do to get people, uh, up there sharing some of their personal stories and, and, and letting people out because that was one of the things that um, that I I was so excited to see so many of the guest speakers talking about was that how there are so many people that are s- reporting seeing Bigfoot and they're out there and they and they're making asking people hey come forward it's okay you're not alone you're not crazy you know you know it's more accepting than you think do you know what I think would be really really cool but I have no clue how we'd set this up. Some sort of hotline sort of thing where listeners can just call call in and give us their story. And then, like, we can talk about it. That would be really neat. But I just am unsure on how one would set that That's up. That's a good idea. I think that would be something we would really do. We've got a lot of stuff that I think that we've got to do like, during the pipeline that we walked away from this festival. Like, for one, definitely thing that we got to do is we got to definitely get, like, some merch for you guys. Like, we know and that's been a long time coming that we want to go. So I was looking at some stuff today, actually, right before we started recording. So... That's definitely about to be down the road. So if you have ideas for like phrases that you guys have liked or cool design ideas, definitely put in the comments below because we love getting uh, those sorts of ideas, uh, those ideas from you guys. So did we cover all the speakers? Yeah, that was all the speaker. That was all the speakers that we had in uh, uh, that, 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 I mean, as other than ourselves, you know, other than ourselves for how we felt that we did for our particular thing. I mean, I know that we started great as we were going. Like um, oh oh yeah, we're used to looking at each other when talking, not at an audience. Yeah. And you, what you guys don't know 
is we have this complex system of just like hand symbols. It's looking like Naruto yeah. over here. Because like, like we communicate with each other with our hands, kind of saying, oh, I have an idea, or oh, I'm going to give you pushback on this. It, we just have all these different things, and we couldn't use them because we're not yeah. looking at each other. <laughs> so we're looking out to the audience, and we're like making eye contact with people and making connections in the audience, and we're like just the whole time we're like, oh yeah, Vic's still there too, or oh yeah, Marcus is there too. We, keep, oh. we kept forgetting that. Well, you cut on to the fact that that wasn't going to work well before me. I'm a creature oh, yeah. of habit, so yeah. you're just sitting there normally, and I'm seeing next you doing. All these weird hand gestures <laughs> trying to communicate to you. You look like Bob, but <laughs> like Ricky Bobby from Talladega Nights. Like I don't, I don't know what to do with my hands right now. They're, they're, out, they're out in front of me right now. I don't know. I don't know what to do with. Like it was just. It was that. That part was 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 kind of funny. So there, uh, there were a few awkward pauses yeah. here and there just because of that. But I mean, all together, we hit the. I think we I think did. we hit it pretty hard. We did, and I think we walked away with some stuff that we definitely wanted to. Because when you guys are probably listening to this, you guys have probably uh, checked out our 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 presentation that we did. Definitely leave some uh, thoughts on the. Uh, if you guys didn't it in the last episode, definitely uh, thoughts or objections that you guys feel like Bigfoot's existence. Because we could do this again. And I would still love to do, like, tough. Like, you know an objection that we didn't do that we should have brought up? What? Uh, Bigfoot is often mistaken for another creature. Oh, man, we did not we talk didn't, about you know, that. We, did, we didn't end up doing that. I, I, it's one of those funny things whenever you do a presentation that, you know, you always, like the second you get off, you immediately realize what you should have, it's like something else you should have said. Oh, yeah. And uh, and I was like, I was like dang! And, uh, it got me. And, uh, and so, but, uh, so definitely if we do another one again or we do a tough objections uh which i don't think is a tough objection because i think it's just an insult to rural people that they can't recognize an animal yeah yeah okay <laughs> what was your biggest walk away from the conference my biggest walk away from the conference was that there are some there are so many people with different perspectives on on the paranormal we knew that that it it was so cool that the guest speakers, even though they all disagreed, really didn't like bicker with each other. Like um, uh, uh, William Ninehawk, like he was in the room whenever uh, Fred from Mufon was talking, and uh, like you know came over, like William came over and was engaging the audience, and you know Fred and them talking them while while some of that was going on. And so, and keep in mind too, like he definitely was coming at it from a very spiritual perspective as oh, well, yeah. and the whole time. Never, never heckled us at all during oh, that. You and know, when we walked up to talk to him. He, did you hear what he said when we were walking up? What did he say? He goes, "Oh, I'm in trouble. What I do now?" Because oh. <laughs> the thing is, like, since we were very analytical in ours, I think I, he thought that we were going to come oh, up no. and pick a fight with him since no. he's so spiritual. And then I just went like, "You're not in trouble for anything. Your your whole thing was great. Yeah, like he, he was cool. Like, I, like, like he he. Was oh, and the, he's a hugger. He hugged. He was, both it of was us. cool. Like the coolest thing was was he did not. Uh, even use like the the TV or anything. He's the only one that didn't, and he was engaging the whole time. Like, oh, he's yeah. he walking around showing stuff with his phone, or just talking about cultural stories. It was the coolest thing that ever that it, it was, and he still had everybody engaged and everybody watching him just the entire time. And just that was one of the coolest takeaways from it was like all of these different guest speakers could still be respectful of each other the entire time, even though we were coming at it from different perspectives. My big walk away was this: that people who want to talk to you about Bigfoot have the best candy. Every booth and That's everyone true. who's trying to get get your attention had candy, and it was a plus freaking that was, candy. That was absolutely true. Like like yeah, I, I the guy who was like big in, come over here. He said, yeah, he had a cool story, but the fact that he had paydays 
and you just let me eat as many paydays as I wanted definitely helped to keep me there. That's how Bigfoot researches Lurian. Like Lurian, it's like, hey, do you like some candy? No, let me talk to you about Bigfoot. Oh, and uh, who is who is the the guy? The guy who was the second speaker. The uh, one that, that was uh, Michael Cook. Yeah, like Michael Cook. Uh, what, at one point, you were talking to Michael Cook, and I realized there's licorice in his bowl, and I'm sitting there just picking out all the freaking licorice. He goes, "Dude, you're taking all my licorice," and just throw my hands open and go, "Come at me, bro! You can fight me. <laughs> I'm getting away with this licorice. This licorice is mine." <laughs> but no, okay. My real walk away. My real walk away is probably. These things are actually really good for knowing where the conversation is. Because when you do mm-hmm. independent research and talk with, like, mm-hmm. a smallish team, it's real easy to believe you have a better grasp on the pulse yeah. of the conversation than you do. Like I said, it just blew my mind that there were so many people still in the ape camp. And I knew that this was an argument because in a lot of Kiel's books, Kiel talks about these being the primary arguments. It was just my understanding that they had kind of faded away by now. And now I'm kind well, of interested to hear their arguments. I want to hear their arguments on being an ape instead of a hominid. Well, there's some descriptions. I mean, descriptions of Bigfoot can 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 be radically different. I mean, there's some of them with a sagittal crest, some of them without a sagittal crest. There's some of them that draw them way more ape-like and some that are way more like that hominid-like. So it doesn't shock me that there's some people out there that still have that But, thought. like, yeah, skunk ape, skunk ape does seem like an ape. Right. But, like, most of the descriptions of Bigfoot, like, I really read those as being very hominid-esque. And I, I want to hear their arguments now. I right, want to sure. get more engaged in this ape argument now. I think that's, def- that's definitely a good walk. That was, that's definitely a good walk. Something that I learned that I, that I thought was really, really interesting, and this, was, this came from William's uh, presentation when he was talking about the th- that people leave offerings to Bigfoot. In oh, the yeah. woods, that was one of the that was one of the most interesting things that I learned at this at this that I did not know that people did, and he said that uh, he was encouraging people to not leave terrible offerings. Like he was like, "Don't leave." He's like, "I've seen cases of beer, and out there, and I'm like one one for me." And one from a Bigfoot homies, <laughs> just, just leaving it out there. I know? don't know. If I was Bigfoot, I that's probably what right. I'd want. It's you probably know, not good for you know, them. Right. <laughs> but, he still, but he was encouraging people to leave stuff like, uh, like apples Another one he says, don't leave, don't leave donuts. Or donuts. <laughs> yeah, that was the other. Yeah, don't leave donuts, donuts and beer like... Like big, like for some reason Americans think Bigfoot is Homer Simpson. Like, <laughs> like, well, like that's like they like we said like we, you're out there in the woods and you and you leave beer and donuts. You're either summoning Homer Simpson or, or Sasquatch. Oddly enough, like this isn't the first time I've heard about this because I've heard this brought up on MU before. But it's one of those things where you you hear people talk about, it, but you don't hear people talk about it often. And some people on there were suggesting like he was apples or like peanut butter, things like that. I think that that would be a really interesting episode to talk about because it reminded me of our trip down to Mammoth Cave and that weird shrine thing that we found that had like the flowers offering left on it. And I think that would be an interesting talk, like some of the stuff that people leave out in the wilderness. Yeah, we were some of these entities, a famously haunted area. And it was me, Marcus, and Ricky Bruckman from Mount Vernon Paranormal, now actually a member of One Candle. Um, and we were driving down the road, and we were kind of pulling away, and this is during the day because it was during our daytime scouting, and we're kind of talking about the case. And Ricky just goes, stop, 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 yeah, stop, we're stop. driving. <laughs> and we're, we're like, what, what's going on, what's going on? He's like, pull over, pull over. And we pull over, and he's like, what is that? And he points at this um, stone structure out there, and I'm like, it's probably just an old foundation or something. And he's like, no, it, 
I think it's something else. So we go out there and start uh, checking it out. And it's like an old foundation that's mostly crumbled that's been converted to what the only thing I could describe it as is, is a, was effectively an altar. And it had fresh flowers arranged on it. They were only small wildflowers, but the thing is this. They were light enough that the wind would easily carry them away. We're near a road, so it's not like the trees are going to fully stop the wind. There was no sign of uh, decay around the tips of the flower petals. There was no signs of decay yep, around the stems. It was fresh. Mm-hmm. Whoever had left this, uh, I- I'm going to call it an offering for lack of a better term, Whoever loved this offering had left it very recently. It was very fresh. It had to be what, like in the last six hours? Yeah, it had the, the, the it just hadn't decayed at all, and so that definitely, definitely, like, is making me realize like how many, how often is this going on? Like that's something that I'm curious. Like how prevalent is this that these things are sort of going on? Well, wait, that's definitely something that I want to know. Oh yeah, definitely some good stuff to dig mm-hmm. into in the future. You guys, I also uh, want to do more more trips like this and come back yeah, with more unique absolutely. stories. Absolutely, I love. I would love that. I would love that. Idea. If you guys know of any uh, conventions out there that you guys like to see, is that definitely put them in below. We'd love to reach out and uh, and and do that because this was, you know, this was so much fun. Just you know, getting me people that drove down just to see us, getting to to present, getting to meet Daniel and all that. And again, big shout out to him too. Um, definitely, definitely go up to uh, Ekbro, Virginia, Bigfoot. Con, because his next event that he's doing is going to be in, it's in the same place. And so, again, if they're doing it out there at the same place, it's going to be June 17th uh, next year. So we had market calendars. They're already looking for stuff. So, And I know this was a little bit of a different sort of episode. Oh, I hope well, you guys yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah, we hope that you guys did, too. We wanted Because, again, we had so much fun. We want to give, we de- we give a shout-out to just everybody and how much of a good job that everybody did and our, th- our thoughts on all the guest speakers and stuff. And we're going to bring I, them on think, for you. I think, we're, yeah, we're going to probably invite almost everyone we talk to to oh, come yeah. in and oh, talk yeah. to you guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, again, uh, if you guys didn't, from the last episode, definitely leave you guys' thoughts on our on our presentation below uh, and things like that or any things that we talked about in this episode. But until next time, guys, keep believing. Because we'll keep listening. All right, guys, we're going to slide into the Pillow Talk segment of this podcast. If you want to check out the rest of the awesome podcast, all you got to do is go over to our Patreon and sign up for as little as a dollar a month. You get the rest of this awesome podcast as well as bonus content that we put up exclusively for our patrons. And if you sign up for $2 more of a month, you get to vote on the, th- uh, the, vote on the poll. Uh, that vote, that's for the theme of the month. For and next month because next we're a month, month behind right now. We are. So through all through October, we're going to be doing uh, talking about Bargeists. And, uh, well, not no, so, yeah, spe- phantom, yeah, yeah, phantom, phantom creatures, creatures. phantom spectral creatures. Uh, and so Sorry, the first we're episode, tired. Yeah, we're very tired. <laughs> and so it's gonna our first episode is gonna be about bargeists. Um, and before we get too far into in, uh, this, Justin, if you are listening, don't forget to reach out to us on any social media because I told you to do that. Please definitely reach out to you, and I'll, and I'll explain to you why whenever you reach out. Uh, you can check us on our on our email, the number one candle society at gmail.com or any of our social medias and stuff. Um, but you didn't think it'd be a, a pillow talk segment of this podcast, but we got some stuff to talk about. Okay. We did not share the strangest story of our oh, journey yeah. here. Yeah. Something very weird happened. We tend to be a bit of a magnet for unusual mm-hmm. things. Do you want to start the story? Yeah. Me too. And so we're driving really late at night. We're probably about maybe 45 minutes from the hotel. So we've been driving for a good seven and a half hours, which as I'm saying this, I'm still...